Picks Radio. Welcome into Happy Hour. Happy Monday. I'm your host, Ricky, here with my co-host, Michelle. What's going on, Michelle? Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Ricky. It was a good weekend. It was a huge weekend. I wouldn't even say good weekend. I'm going to go as far as to say it was a great weekend, Michelle. Good. Great. So there's a lot of stuff I want to cover today from the UFC to the Masters, NBA playoffs, um, even a little bit of NFL stuff too. But I think it's only right that we get things started, Michelle. In the UFC. Oh, I love it. Joey motherfucking Pfeiffer. Hell of a fight. Cash the tickets. But before we get there, let's go through the card. Because this was... And Michelle, we got to watch this together. A we rare did. occasion. We did, which was really exciting. The entire Steady Picks team, or most of us, the East Coasters, got together for this card. And I want to run through it because we really got our money's worth with uh, with this Miami card here. Starting it off, we had a, a huge upset, Michelle. Sam Hughes taking on Jacqueline Morum. Uh, I, I bet on Jacqueline, I think, for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Ricky! I'm just going to say it. I have to be honest. All the wrong reasons. She almost got it done in round one, but she got upset. Big upset. Do you what, have any action like a, there? I didn't, but wasn't that like a plus 270 or something like that? It was a... She was a huge favorite. Yeah, Sam Hughes was like a maybe like a plus 260, plus 270. Um, and it was awesome, you know, like it was a good way to, to start the card, Absolutely. this fight. Absolutely. Big upset. Moving into the next fight, another big upset. Stevie Garcia gets a second round vicious knockout. I thought this was a good one leading up to it. Both guys had their moments in the early, uh, in the in round one. It's always nice when it's honestly, I, I guess I'm not a huge grappler. I think that's what it's called, the wrestling. So it's nice when you start off with two like definitive you like the striking I don't. I think I guess I hate when it goes into a um, decision. Mm-hmm. So two really great fights. And then we move into Ignacio Baja Mendez. Taking on Trey Ogden. I'm going to be honest. These next two fights, I just had like Joey Pfeiffer hype. You know, I, I wasn't really in tune with these. I think I was getting a snack at this point. I think these two fights were not as um, electric as the first two. They did go to decisions. Yeah. For whatever it's worth. But I know uh, Baja Mendez was like a really trendy pick for people. Pretty big favorite. He cashed. Uh, but moving into the main event, Joe Pfeiffer taking on Gerald Mearshart. Man, I don't even know what to say. Uh, he made it look easy. Quick, sweat-free, everything we look for in a bet. You know, no moment of that fight did you feel like your money was in danger. There was like a couple punches he threw before he landed where I was just like smirking. Because I once I realized he was bringing that... I knew it was yeah, a matter it, of time. That was a great... I, it was just great. His his speech afterwards, I don't think that you could have not had a tear in your eye. Uh, just, just awesome overall performance. Shout out to the Brady Bags boys. All of them um, for, for giving out the pick on the show because I'll tell you what, Michelle. They 
were bold and I mean, they didn't hesitate when they said, take out the, take out your wallet and pour it in. I got you. And they got us. They did. So congratulations, Joe. That that was a good one. Yup. Huge congrats. We'll keep it moving. This next fight, truthfully, I don't even think I watched because I was still in celebration mode. But what I did watch was Chris Curtis, Kelvin Gastelum, which was insane. This was one of the fights of the night. Um... Oh my gosh, Michelle. You saw this one? I did. This was like a punch-off, wasn't it? Striking battle. Um, Kelvin Gastelum had been off for a little while and kind of had his back against the wall. So seeing him with a strong performance like that and just an overall amazing fight. Sounds like both guys got the the fight of the night bonus. But yeah, banger to to move into the main card. Next fight, I'm going (laughs) to give a... I'm going to give a shout out to Sean Brady here and the Brady Bag Show again because I don't know if they firmly picked it, but the breakdown on Christian Rodriguez to me said upset and I bet it. I had a half unit on Christian Rodriguez. That was an interesting fight, to be honest. Uh, Is it, how do you say the other guy's name? Rojas. Yeah. Uh, 18 years old. 18. I just don't think he had uh, enough experience yet. I really don't. People are like kind of shitting on this guy, and he looked really good in the first round, I thought. Like, I was worried about the ticket. I thought I made a donation um, in round one, and then slowly but surely it started looking better. I think he'll end up being really good. I think he needed to get that first one out of the way. Think about what you were doing when you were 18. Yeah. Not, Literally. Not I think this kid's now. doing just just fine. Um, next fight, Kevin Holland. He cashes the knockout tickets in the third round. It Was it third? Yep. Third round. Lands a shot. And, uh, yeah. Any thoughts there? No. The next couple of fights. Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about Rob Font? Oh, yeah. This is another performance of the night, fight of the night. I don't know which one. Rob Font knocked Yanez out, but this thing was fireworks through the whole first round. I mean, I thought Yanez was about to knock Font out. Just insane. Like, I think this was um, definitely one of the more exciting fights. Like, one of the top three can't miss. Like, go back and watch again. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, that guy Yanez is good, too. I feel bad for whoever has to fight either one of these guys next, especially Yanez coming off that lo- uh, the loss. But moving to the co-main event, Jorge Masvidal taking on Gilbert Burns. Gamebred did not get it done. No. But he's a fucking legend, and I can live with that loss. Gets to retire in front of his home crowd in Miami, and I think he said it really well, like, you know, sometimes your 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 guys just lose a step after ages undefeated. I guess is Absolutely. what I'm saying. Yeah, it's you know when your time is up. So good. You mm-hmm. time's up, buddy. Um, but it was a nice way to go out. Uh, interesting speech afterwards, but that's you know, <laughs> interesting crowd actually to be at that arena. But yeah, it was a. It, I mean. Just moving it to Miami for a second in general, not all that stuff, but Miami just looked so, like, lively from yeah. everything I was seeing. And I know Dana White was saying after, like, kind of similar things, but what a great place to to have an event. Just, just wish I could have gone. 
next time they're in Miami. Next time. We go for sure. Absolutely. And then the main event. Main event. I can't. Izzy versus Alex. I mean. Let's not even talk about the fight yet. Let's talk about the walkout. Terrifying. Terrifying. Holding the Adesanya ticket, even forget fighting him. Just even from a betting standpoint, when that guy's walking out, you're like, oh, fuck, I might have made a mistake. Yeah, so Ricky tells me before the guy fight, before Alex fights out, put put everything in your account on Adesanya. And I'm like, Ricky, like, is this out of, like, adrenaline right now? Like, please don't waste my money. I did. I listened. I, I listened. I'm really glad you brought that up because Big John listened to. And keep in mind, this wasn't a clear year account of, like, you know, these were reasonable bets still. But, hey, the result. There was a nice result there. Um, and then knockout. Adesanya's little celebratory um, right after the fight was, it was funny. So I have a story about that. Yeah. This is going to, this is, like, really, like, Izzy is a savage for doing this. Not the arrow thing. So he gets the knockout and he does like Pereira's arrow thing right at him. But after that, he walks across the octagon and you know how he dropped and did the little sleep thing? Well, let me tell you the backstory after hearing the conference. He was doing that at Pereira's kid. Oh, that's messed up. (laughs) But it's because Pereira's kid did it to Izzy and kicked after the kicks uh, boxing knockout. His kid in the ring just dropped in front of Izzy and did that. So Adesanya walked over to him <laughs> after knocking this man's dad out cold and <laughs> did that shit. Like, oh my. unreal. How old's a kid? Are we talking Not about old. Like middle school age or younger than that? I mean, he's a kid. He's That's a kid. Hilarious. But That's yeah. not funny, but funny. But then his, uh, his speech afterwards was like something that you could like re-listen to. I'm not even just saying this. I'm going to sound incredibly soft here. That, like, that really hit um, that speech. Like, hearing stuff like that, especially people who are grinding out, you know, whether it's a business or career in sports or anything, it's just so enjoyable to watch people win who work hard. And I think you saw Izzy, like, that emotion come out, how bad he wanted to beat this guy after... Losing to him three times. Yeah. I thought um, I thought that he tamed him. He was cocky as hell after he won. But I, I liked this side of him where he was humble before the fight. Yeah. Like, I, I like that. I think that you can only be cocky until, like, look what happens to Pereira with the arrow shooting. Like, when you're cocky before a fight... I don't know. It turns me off. I always want to root for the underdog at that point. I hear you. I so, hear you. Great card, worth every penny, and I'll say that. I've been off the UFC for the past couple of weeks, but this one was... You're back. This one was electric, and uh, still really happy for Joe and uh, the Brady Bags show. They did great, so... All right. So... Highly successful week in the UFC. Let's talk a little bit about the Masters because I'll tell you this, Michelle, the Steady Picks plays did very well. Um, I believe I'm going to pull up the results real quick, but there's one guy I have to touch on here. Yeah. 
Did you make any master's bets? I didn't. I kind of like forgot about it. I was so hyped up about the UFC this week, which sounds really weird coming out of my mouth, but I didn't. I didn't get to. Um, while you're looking this up, did you like see the trees that had come down? I think it was Saturday on the masters. Like they made it. So the weather looked bad, but like not like trees down on the course. No, I didn't. I didn't see it. To be honest, yeah, I didn't. I really tuned in Sunday was when I I kind of, you know, yeah. settled into the Masters. But it, it was that bad, the weather? Yeah, it was. I'm surprised they didn't just, like, postpone it because it was, I mean, trees were coming down and how many people were there and whatnot. But Jeez, yeah, I know so many people, Michelle, just didn't want a live player to win. And having Kepka at the top of the leaderboard for most of this tournament – I'm sure made like so many people and the PGA and just it was a little bit of a scare for um, that side of things. But before you go into this, I just wanted to ask you, did you know this is something I learned also this week and then you can't bring your phone in as a player? No, no, no. As a audience. That's what do why, you mean? Yeah, I looked it up because I saw some guy with an old school camera, like a, a disposable camera. You can't bring I. You, I don't know if you can keep it in your pocket. Like, I don't know the rules on that. But you cannot text, can't make phone calls. You cannot have your phone. Wow, I did not know that. Okay. But I guess it makes sense because imagine having a bunch of, like, you're, you're trying to hit a shot and like if you a got, flash like, a camera light out. or golfers are weird about that stuff. And, you know, just as a side note, for me, I love the waste management Phoenix Open. It's mm -hmm. one of my favorite tournaments because I love seeing, like, rowdy fans and golf meet. And they don't get me wrong, they meet sometimes, but I, I just think that that would um, add a lot to golf. Not saying they should go all in with it, but I would love to see more of, like, that type of environment, uh, stadium atmosphere in, in these. But that is interesting, Michelle. Yeah. Very. In terms of the results... Yeah. All right, let's just go through the steady picks plays quickly. John Rahm, top 10 finish. Cash it. Minus 110. So I bet this, but I'm really mad at myself for not betting him to win because I always back the ASU guys. Yeah. And I didn't, well, didn't get the 10 to 1 to win, but we'll take it. Next one. Patrick Cantley, top 10 finish. This guy... Wasn't he fumbled in? the fucking bag so bad. I don't even know how else to put it. But uh, not only did he fumble the bag, Michelle, his pace of play, there's like videos and stuff of Brooks Kepka and Rom who were playing behind him, rolling their eyes. They're they're like un like there's people said Rom went to the bathroom like eight times in between putt. Like this is just this guy's taken forever and he fumbles the bag on top of it. Finishes one stroke outside of the top 10. Um, Patrick Cantley, I don't know about you, man. I don't know. <laughs> Sour. But yeah. It's a loser. Jordan Spieth, top 10 finish. He's got no Cantley in him. He charges on Sunday and cashes the plus 170. Love it. Xander Shoffley, top 20 finish. Cash it. He finishes top 10. Um, Colin Morikawa, top 20 finish. Cash it, minus 110. You know, it's it's um, funny, like, betting minus 110s in golf, something about it just doesn't feel 
appetizing, mm-hmm. but it's so much like it's so hard to win picking outrights. Oh, it like, is. Yeah. But uh, I also feel like there's just so many and it's so long, like a four day thing. You got to put in your bet and wait four days, five days, whatever it is. And look at a situation like if Brooks Kepka won, you know, where you might have had like 10 golfers you picked, likely none of them were Kepka, and you like you lost every bet. You know, so oh, absolutely. I do like these top 20, top 10s. So um, two more or a few more. Sung JM, top 20 finish. Cash is by the skin of his teeth. Jason Day, top 20 finish. What in the world did <laughs> Jason Day do before Sunday's, like, TF? <laughs> I mean, he shot, like, plus eight, plus nine. He was right. He was in, like, the top five heading in. I don't know what happened, but... Tough day. Yeah. Tough day for day. I just wonder, too, if these guys are used to playing in the cold. It was cold. It was cold and wet. Uh, yesterday was nicer, but I just wonder if that has anything to do with their performance. But he played pretty well in the cold, wet day, and then in the nicer, like, yesterday they were in short sleeves, and it yeah. looked sunny. Yeah, it was sunny. still windy there. Was it? Yeah. I also learned that they have cam- they have filters on the cameras that – so much lessen like the rain and stuff that's what i'm saying it didn't look as i mean you saw that it was raining and it was cold and there was huge puddles on the greens but you but it was bad you're saying there's trees down and that's why i'm surprised that they continued on because there's people walking around Mm -hmm. as far as like safety goes yep it makes sense um the, the final play on the steady picks card was keith mitchell top 20 finish which i don't i think he made the cut but Definitely not top 20. So in total, one, two, three, four, five, five and three. Definitely for a profit. A lot of plus money. It's a good master's week. Yeah, I think we need to get one of those buttons that like the cha-ching or like the wah-wah. Yeah. We should. We should. Especially when you're rattling these off. So that was the biggest takeaway is John Rahm gets his green jacket, the product of ASU. And Patrick Cantlay takes really long to not play well are my (laughs) biggest takeaways. Okay. All right. And then let's move on to the NBA. We start the um, playoffs tomorrow. Mm -hmm. How's our Pelicans ticket looking? Not as good as it should be looking, if I'm being honest with you. And here's the thing, Michelle. It kind of pisses me off. They, yesterday's games were wild in the NBA. The Pelicans were winning the entire game and ultimately lost, but that loss made it from playing in the, what is it, the seven and eight seed playing game, which is where like you just win one and you're in. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to be playing in the tier below that playing game where they have to first beat the Thunder, which I don't think they're going to do. Spoiler alert for our bet. And then they're going to have to go beat the loser of the Lakers' um, uh, Timberwolves game. But the fucking Timberwolves players are, like, punching each other. (laughs) I mean, this game was a mess, and the Pelicans still lost. Uh, Guy punched the wall and broke his hand on the Timberwolves. Like, literally, Michelle, they they got in a fight on the bench. That's not good. That's not not good. good. Fade the Timberwolves, I'll tell you that. with the Pelicans... With the Pelicans, though. Let me just ask you something. What's going on with your, your boy Zion? When I placed this bet you weeks ago, we thought he was coming back. 
my boy Zion. Your boy, let me tell you something. Zion you, is not. My you boy. were hyped on Zion. He's coming back. He's co- this is like four weeks ago too. When you told me to like let's let's place this bet. You want to know how much can change in four weeks? Not only am I is Zion not my boy at all. I can't stand this guy. Wow. He is a he is a diva who doesn't play. And look, I get this. People aren't gonna like this. I get it. He's injured, or he's got, he's had a hurt hamstring before. But it's been since this guy got in the NBA. He's been on the LeBron treatment. He's been on a pedestal. I'm tired of it. He's earned nothing. What has he done? He didn't even win a championship in college. The guy can fucking jump. So all of a sudden, people are like calling him the next coming. Wow. He doesn't even play, Michelle. That's how that's how are pissed you, off I am about all my Pelicans money and Zion shitting on the money the way I see it. Are you putting Zion on the same island as Ben Simmons? No. Okay, so we're not there yet. He may be on an island before that, but he's not with Ben Simmons. You ready for this? All right. Oh, I'm not about to do that. Never mind. I was going to say at least Ben Simmons played, but Ben Simmons doesn't play either. No. So you know what? They are. What? What's... Throw them on an island together. No, I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, how much different are those situations if you really think of them? Yeah. I struggle with Ben sport. Simmons is a back. I can't, no one can see my air quotes, but a back injury. Yeah. Zion's is a hamstring that's been four months. I just feel like in the workforce, you can't just be like, call out sick for like weeks on end. Like, you got maybe they need a new career. I and don't then know. you got Luca who's already trying to cry his way out of Dallas because he had one down year. I mean, don't even get me started, Michelle. I just don't like, like, just fucking put your head down and play. And that's that's how you gain, like, the respect of fans, I feel like. But maybe not. I don't know. Pisses me off. Yeah, I We're saw, in trouble. I saw Luca live a couple weeks ago when they played the Sixers. And that guy, every single time... He touched the ball afterwards. My elbow, my back, my knee, my forehead. Like, it was like my fingernail. Diva. I've never seen someone be like, oh, I'm hurt, I'm hurt, I'm hurt. It's it's bad. But he was very good. I love this new you, Michelle, who's getting behind me here. I mean. I love this. These men are soft. (laughs) Like, grow up. You don't see the girls doing that. And we're not going to get into women's sports. But girls don't do that. So... I'm looking at um, the Pelicans futures market right now. I mean, BetMGM has them way down, but so uh, there's only one two. There's only one number around where we got it at Bet Rivers. But let's get into the bets because I just want to get back to business here and say. I haven't put up one official bet for steady picks all NBA season. Uh, this year, Michelle. Are you All s- I have is Pelicans future. Just, I know you want to get into the bets, but as far as we've we talked two weeks, I think on hedging. Is are you going to like put something out there when it's time to hedge? Because it's time. We're gonna, it, go we're gonna right hedge. Now. Okay. Yep, it's time. Um, let me just see. Is that game on Wednesday? Because what I was getting at here is I didn't bet the NBA this season. Because I was very, just heavily into college basketball. Um, I went nose deep in college basketball. So, what I really have been trying to do this last like week or two, and I've been like watching the NBA, but I'm gonna be betting the playoffs, okay? Okay. And I have a, 
I mean, we did really good last year in the playoffs, so I'm hopeful that we'll make a nice run. The first games of the play-in tournament, we'll just rattle them off here. You got the Hawks and the Heat, four and a half point spread. I'm locking in the Miami Heat, minus four and a half at BetMGM. I think they're going to bury Atlanta and Miami. Um, but what I really want to do, Michelle, is get to the Pelicans real quick before we roll out. Not touching the other game? The other game, I'm not betting. Um, for whatever it's worth, it's Lakers, um, Timberwolves. It's like a six and a half, seven point spread. The Timberwolves are literally punching each other on the bench. Yeah. I mean, that tells I, you where they're at. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe they got their shit together in the locker room. So, like that, I wouldn't touch that game either. They sent Rudy Gobert out after that so I don't even know if he's playing but my gut honestly tells me if you want to bet that game lay the seven with against the team that's fighting on the bench um, this game right here we're betting big plus five and a half over at bet rivers the thunder taking on the pelicans two units Michelle okay two units it's gonna cover all the losses on our Pelicans half unit that we have down and we're going to make some profit on it as well. If God forbid the Pelicans win and cover the ticket stays alive, which is good, but I am almost certain it's going to end right here. So don't, don't hold back on a money line bet on the thunder. If you're feeling crazy too, cause I'll, I'll have that in addition. Probably Do you think we need to take it now or should we wait? I would grab it right now. If you have, like, legitimate Pelicans Futures money, grab it right now, two units, and consider, like, a quarter unit on the money line. All right. Anything else? I think that's it, right? Yeah. We ha oh, the NFL. Do you want to touch on that? NFL, you know what? Let's do an episode tomorrow or on Wednesday just purely on NFL stuff. There's been so many updates I don't think we can cover. We'll, we'll go over, like, um, just a recap of some teams that have – improved some that may not have and then we'll talk some nfl draft betting absolutely you're gonna do a show with big john right of course big john all, all bets will be given out on that show with big john well in advance of uh the draft all right sounds good ricky have a good week have a good one